Hey guys, you're listening to Sound Scrub, a place where I get to dissect the writing, production, and recording process of a song with the artist and producer. I am your host, Lisa Denae. Hi, I'm Kaylee Rose. I am a singer and a songwriter. Um, a fun random fact that a lot of people are interested in lately is that I'm renovating with my husband and my family an Airstream trailer, and we're going to take that on a music tour all around the country. That is so cool. It is cool. Oh my <laughs> gosh. That's it's awesome. crazy. Is <laughs> it already crazy. done? No, so we're in the process. We just tore everything out, um, and now we're about to rebuild. That is so cool. I it's knew you were out nice. of this. You were out of state or out of the states, right? Recently? Um, no. Oh, yes, I was. I was in Israel recently. Yeah. Oh, you saw okay. That? Yeah. Awesome. For a cool. wedding. Oh, that is so cool. I'm so excited <laughs> for you guys and your adventures. Thanks. Do you know where you're gonna go first? Um, North Carolina is on our list because we both have best friends that live there. But then my family just moved there, so we have oh. a lot of people in North Carolina who are due a visit. I have family there as well. Yeah, well maybe yeah. With us. yeah. My dad uh, just moved there as well. So everyone's just moving there now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually went to school out there too. So oh, nice. Okay. I have a lot of friends there. That's nice. so cool. Yeah. I'm Sherry Lynn Lee. I am a an artist writer, producer, mixer. Um, And one random fact about me is I grew up on a tiny African island in the middle of the Indian Ocean called Mauritius, which is the only place that Dodo Bird ever lived. So I am, (laughs) yeah, I am African, Asian, Canadian, and American. (laughs) Wow, this is amazing. You guys have such cool stories. (laughs) Have you ever seen the dodo bird? No, it's been extinct for years. Um, oh, okay. Settlers so killed them all because they couldn't fly and they were easy to catch. Oh. Apparently they didn't taste very good, but they were easy to catch. <laughs> right, right. Oh my gosh. That is Lazy so settlers. crazy. Yep. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Uh, George Paolini and I'm in music full time. It's actually my third career after being a journalist and then working in the tech industry. Um, I don't think any of any of that is fun or random, but uh, (laughs) I will add just that uh, I come from a large family and that also isn't necessarily fun or random, but it did come in handy in drawing on those experiences when we were writing this song. Oh, okay, interesting. I'm excited to learn about that. All right. Well, today's episode of Sound Scrub, we are going to be talking about Get Me Home for the Holidays by 23rd Hour featuring Kaylee Rose. Let's start with the lyrics of this song. So what is it about and what inspired you all to write it? Well, George, why don't you take a, take a lead on that? Well, I, I think we had a little bit of a discussion and we you know, were kind of noodling around on instruments and just kicking around ideas. And the idea of getting home for the holidays is not, you know, that's not an unusual topic for Christmas. There's many songs that have been written about that. But I think we try to try to put a little spin on it, which is that getting home can be as much a challenge as anything uh, during the holidays. And, uh, you know, (laughs) the, 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 uh, the, the, the need and the desire to get there is, you know, more than the, uh, the the pain and agony you have to go through to get there. So that was, that's kind of what we focused on. Did all three of you sit down and write this together? 
yeah, yeah. Kaylee came over to our apartment in, in LA and uh we were oh nice we it so happened that we were all dressed in red and green <laughs> oh, <laughs> I forgot <what>? about that <laughs> so we're like um yeah maybe we should write a Christmas song we have the outfits <laughs> I totally forgot about that and we took a picture yeah we year. took a picture That's so great <laughs> oh my gosh. And you guys were met. So you guys were messing with some instruments, you said. So did something like a melody really truly like inspire this topic? Yeah. I mean, we so we had met um, at an event and then we all wanted to get together to write and we mm-hmm. sat down and it was the conversation that kind of led us into, you know, oh, I'm going to over here and tinker I think maybe um, George popped up and started playing things on the piano and the conversation kept going and it just all came together in this beautiful way well I love the different sections that you guys created it's and it's also really relatable just a lot of the lyrics that you guys yeah use so I know George you said like the big family kind of inspired Mm -hmm. the writing so what what specifically would you say inspired the lyrics Oh, for me, one section is the bridge where we're talking about it. You know, you know, you're still anticipating getting home and you know that within five minutes of getting there, there's going to be arguments and disagreements because <laughs> that's right. the way families are. But you, again, you you realize that even with a, even with all of that, it's still very special. And it's actually part of the charm of yeah, it, you know, it, exactly. You and know, you're going to have some uh awkward disagreements about politics or you know whatever and at the end of the day you still you know you still have a good time seeing the people you haven't seen in a year you wouldn't trade it for anything yeah (laughs) and i think also i feel like i remember this time when i truly had to like trek through the snow and i was living in new york city and my family was in Annapolis, Maryland at the time, and I made it on the like truly the last bus out of New York City that was willing to make the journey. And I just remember getting in my seat and finally taking a deep breath because <laughs> I had, you know, toiled to get to the bus and then the bus was going to have to get through the storm. And so we do so much to get home to family. And then yet sometimes we're like, oh, man, why is this person talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think but we wouldn't what... trade it for anything. Yeah, no, for sure. And I that's what I really loved about the song. Like, you guys really painted a picture with the instrumentation of the quirkiness of it all. <laughs> yeah. And just like that feeling of like, try, you know, like your mind is just like, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to get there. And, and, and then it opens up um, in the chorus. And, and mm-hmm. I just, I really enjoyed that. Like I can totally, uh, I can like totally see this like in a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Like, From you your know? mouth to the movie God's ears. Yeah, like I could just, I don't know, it just like painted such a great picture in this whole thing. So I I wanted to learn how you guys made all of those decisions to um, create these different sections. I don't know who wants to take the... Sherilyn. Okay, well, so when when we wrote the song, I think George was playing guitar for the most part. So we had the guitar part down pretty much, you know, and then... um, Kaylee came up with the part at the in the chorus, which we thought was really fun. So -hmm. we kept that. And then I think Kaylee came over another time to record the vocals. And I had like a very rough Mm -hmm. track with just a guitar and a drum track, a very basic drum track. And I think bass, it was like super, super stripped down. 
And then George and I were tinkering with the arrangement and George came up with the little xylophone riff in the chorus, which was, which was really quirky and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started building on that and I, uh, took that and kind of echoed it with some of the bells and, uh, I think there's a Celeste in there. Oh wow! And then we just kind of went to town because we wanted to give that impression of, you know, it's hectic and you're trying to mm-hmm. get there and it's, you know, stressful, but it's funny. And, <laughs> you know, yeah. it, just all of that. So we just tried a bunch of different things. I have the session open here because it's been a while since I've looked at it. So I don't even remember what's in there. So yeah, we went to town. We had a xylophone, a Celesta, Glockenspiels, and we added some piano, some brass, all kinds of percussion. And I mm-hmm. also had a an orchestral percussion track and I was trying out different sounds And I was just looking for quirky things to add. Like there's a ratchet sound that comes in every now and then. But yeah, really the the idea was to get the point across that it's, it's hectic and it's Mm -hmm. uh, quirky, but also fun. And and also relatable, as you mentioned earlier, I think, yes. you know, um, in, in in some parts, it, it's borderline caricature riding a bike through the snow or, you know, sitting next to a dog that bites or what it might be. But but those those things are emphasized just enough to illustrate just, you know, some of the trials and tribulations you go through on, a, you know, just to get home. And mm-hmm. and for the xylophone and, you know, some of the sounds that Sherry added to me, it has almost that Saturday morning cartoon feel from, you know, the... <laughs> The, the old yeah. classic cartoons like Hanna-Barbera, you know, Flintstones, et cetera, that it just has that sort of sound to it of, of being hectic, uh, but still sort of playful. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's not, you know, it's not tension necessarily. It's, it's almost just, dramedy. Yeah, almost dramedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's that's a good point. It's funny you mentioned that line, too, because I was thinking like, yeah, we were trying to play the balance of very relatable, but also like putting a little comedy in there, you know, like there's a line by the dog that bites by the kid that bites, you know, and we change it from one course to another. And we were all kind of sitting in the room like, is this okay? Like, can we say this? Is this still weird? Yeah. (laughs) Or is it just the right amount of weird and quirky that we can say it? And we left it in there because it made us smile. And why not? It's music, you know, we should all make each other smile. Yeah, I really love it. it. This song actually really put a smile on my face and it really stood out to me. I'd never <laughs> really heard anything like it before. I'm so glad. Yeah, and that was a thing too. We wanted to write a Christmas song that didn't just feel like, oh, great, another Christmas song. Right, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. I feel like you guys achieved that. Like, it just... Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just really, Thank really you. enjoyed it. I loved like hearing all those <laughs> lyrics and stuff. I and I love those oohs that you mentioned, Sherry. Like the I didn't know. Um, uh oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's what it is. <laughs> 
I really liked that it choice. Was did, did that just like randomly come to your head or what inspired you? I, to- yeah. We were I trying mean, to play through like the chorus just, like, and then Kaylee just did that line and we're like, mm. yeah, we're keeping that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it definitely It's fits. just that playful element. Yeah. Like when you yeah. have, you know, a group of people and co-writers together and we're all just vibing and having fun. Sometimes you can say something offhand and you might think it's a joke and then other people be like, there's no reason we can't use that. That's fun. That's good. Put it in, you know? So when you have the right people that you're working with that encourage you to be open in that way, which you guys are, yeah, it gives that environment for play. And then sometimes yeah. it makes it into the recording. <laughs> Was this the first time you guys worked together? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. And then <laughs> um, at, at the bridge, uh, Kaylee, I actually don't know if you know this, but there's this little synth that comes in that's kind of a staccato synth and that initially was a different instrument <laughs> and it was an accident wow. where logic crashed and no. when it opened no. up it reset to some random sound and I was like oh, oh I kind of right. actually like that <laughs> so I kept oh, it oh, in wow. <laughs> wow that's fantastic They were amazing on the production and Sherry would just send me mixes and I would be like, um, it sounds awesome. Like it was hard for me to give constructive criticism because there was so much good stuff, but we tinkered and communicated and collaborated and it got us to this. Yeah. There's just so much detail in the arrangement. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it, it's just great. It, it's, it's really it's great. So detailed. I really, really. How many Loved tracks it. were there again, Sherry? I feel like yeah, we're looking. Me. We're looking at that right now. There's one twenty-four, one hundred twenty-four <laughs> wow. tracks. But you know, some tracks are just like you know a little ding here and there. <laughs> right, right. And then yeah. uh, for the for the very last part, uh, I added some background vocals that were kind of fun. So those alone were I don't know twelve tracks or something. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Because after the bridge, it felt like it needed something so that because we're repeating the chorus and it's kind of a long chorus, it's like, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. missing something. And then I thought, oh, maybe I can add something rhythmic to it. But there were already a lot of instruments, so it felt like it might be too much if I add more like guitar or piano or something. So I thought, oh, maybe I'll just fool around with some vocals and Mm -hmm. kind of like the result of it. (laughs) well i love to learn about everyone's decisions on intros because intros are very important so what was your guys' decision behind that did it take you a while to decide or did you kind of just it came natural and you knew right away how to start it so for for me you know when i when i write i'm usually noodling on a guitar or piano and so there's something musically that uh, I find inspiring and start to put words to. And for this one, I was I was just playing around on the guitar, and um, I'm try- I don't remember who came up with the with the first line, but somebody did, and and it just seemed to roll from that point on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I I started working on the the chord structure, and I remember when we got to the the chorus. This song is in C, and we went to a I went to a D minor chord. And uh, Kaylee and Sherry just started singing and going home that part. And it just felt like it gelled at that point. Mm-hmm. But that's that's it. so when we got started, I don't I don't remember that there was any 
Yeah, we didn't think about it too hard. We didn't really think too hard, and and it didn't yeah. seem like it was it was actually a struggle of any sort um, or a challenge. It just sort of seemed to come together. We did have two versions of the intro, though. So initially, oh. we did we did uh, the guitar riff that you have, mm-hmm. and then after I added the the backup vocals at the very end, we kind of thought it would oh, work right, well yeah. to put that a little bit of that in the front. So that um, first of all, it's it's very catchy, but also like it would mm-hmm. it would be a good edit, you know, if people wanted to use it for something. Right. And it was also my one of my favorite things about the arrangement. I just love harmonies. I'm I love harmonies and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and I just thought it 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 really captured the vibe of the song. So mm-hmm. it was a good preview of what was to come in the song. So I cut it up, but then I had to do a little bit of wrangling because the the verse starts with just Kaylee, but the backup vocals were my vocals. So I had to get creative and I used like a filter to make the transition so that it doesn't sound like it's weird that two pe- different people are singing at the start of the song. Also, I don't want anyone to think we didn't have those like pulling out your hair moments because sometimes I listen to interviews with artists. Oh, I was going to ask. Yeah. (laughs) And they'll be like, it just came to me in one complete form and then the song was done and you're just like, come on. Like, It just makes you so upset. You know, so we definitely had lines that we were kind of, oh, I don't know. I don't know what we should put here. You know, but I love co-writing because it really helps those moments. You know, it really Mm -hmm. helps. They say it's not just that two heads are better than one. It's a million different ideas a billion different infinite ideas because one person will say something and then that'll ricochet off of something else that the other person says so we had three heads in the room that were all very talented musicians and we had infinite ideas popping around so co-writing is awesome and also yes we had those frustrating moments (laughs) yeah I always ask because Mm. sometimes especially you know just listening to you guys it really did sound like this song came naturally for all Mm. three of you and and knowing that it's your first song that you guys all wrote together is pretty special (laughs) crazy like it gelled you know it just like is a really great match and so yeah I was gonna ask if you guys hit any roadblocks Mm -hmm. along the way Mm -hmm. did you hit any in the production uh in the production definitely (laughs) (laughs) oh really Yeah, but I remember in terms of the lyrics, I remember I think uh, on the bridge we were we it took a little bit of time to get the right words that we all liked, and I think the mm-hmm. the tempo because we we slowed it down for that. Oh. Yeah, so th- there mm-hmm. were a few spots where we were kind of blanking out, like okay, what do we want to say here? And then I remember in the verse we had green and rouge, and we were like, do we like that? Do we don't? Do oh we, yeah, you know, is that too weird? Um, same thing with so the funny. kid that bites and the dog that, that bites. You know, so there's been <laughs> right. a lot of lines where where we weren't sure whether we were pushing it a little too far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
But if we like it, we tend to hope that other people will like it. And if they don't, well, okay, move on to the next song. You know, like, <laughs> what are they going to do? Come egg our house? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. For that one, that one time we used rouge to rhyme, you know? It's funny, though. I was just putting my toddler down for a nap and singing in her ear, like, to get her to go to sleep. And I was singing the song. And I came upon the word rouge. And I was like, is that what we use? Yeah, that's what we use. Because <laughs> rouge is red. Yeah, and on the production side, I would say once we had the arrangement, more or less, just nailing it down and, you know, making the final decisions took me a while because we had so many ideas going on and I, you know, I had to cut down some of them. And then also because there were so many tracks, it took me quite a while to mix. Mm -hmm. And this was my first time doing such a big production and such Mm -hmm. a big mix And yeah, so it it was, it was a huge uh, step above what I'd done previously in terms of Mm -hmm. the number of tracks that I had to deal with. Uh, So just trying to carve out, you know, frequencies for everything and make sure everything is heard correctly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that something isn't masking and everything else like that took quite a while. I would say it took me, I don't know, like 90 hours. I was just, I, oh, I was wow. just going to say, I, I think it was probably as many hours as tracks, like 124. <laughs> um, well, because it took a while to do the arrangement long. and then yeah. to nail down all the drum parts. Like, actually, if you, if you mute out everything but the vocals and drums, you still have an arrangement that changes, you know, like every section. You can tell clearly you know, this is the verse, this is the pre, this is the chorus. Right. I, I spent a lot of time on the percussions and making sure that that on its own was an arrangement. And then, um, right. so that took me quite a while to get it just the way I want it. And then have that match with everything else, you know, that was going on, like the little bells and the xylophone and the guitar and the keys and the bass and all the background vocals that did take quite a while, but I was pretty happy with it at the end. <laughs> You're truly a powerhouse. It's incredible. Wow, that's crazy. 90 hours. Yeah, that was <laughs> probably the longest I spent on a song, I would say. On a song? Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, most Hopefully most ever. other ones, I try to get them really quickly, get, get them done really quickly. But this one, I think we kind of went to town and we were having so much fun trying things out. And then at the end, I'm like, oh, God, what have I done to myself? <laughs> what did you end up taking out? Um, were they like specific instruments or just like? I think just little, little things, you know, um, because yeah. I had so many different percussion tracks. Sometimes I had things that were playing at the same time that were doubled, but you couldn't really hear one of them or like it wasn't really gotcha. helping as much. So then I would just take it out. So that's why I spent a lot of time just listening to the percussion and vocals and just like, okay, is everything here necessary? (laughs) Right. Yeah. So that took a while, but it's a fun track. Yeah. No, I, it's, yeah. It's always been really funny to me that we're in this industry where it's just like, do I like it? Yes. Do I like it? Does it sound good? Yes. You know, to some extent, I mean, there is like, you know, mathematics to it and science to it. But at the end mm-hmm. of the day, like if you feel it in your heart, and your ears, because I listened to this one um, masterclass with, oh my gosh, I can't think of his name. Timbaland. There we go. And basically oh. all I learned was, does he like it? Yes. Does he like it? Yes. And he just keeps producing and keeps putting things in. Oh. 
And it's like, it's so much more complicated that, but it also, you know, it's not, you know, we have to trust our instincts and our human yeah. desires and subjective likes. And then we have a song, you know? Yeah. 90 no, I hours agree. I, that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's hard. Cause it's like, we also think about, well, are people going to get it? Mm-hmm. You know, like I love it, but are people going to get it? Mm-hmm. Um, are people going to so I, like it? Yeah. So it's like all that oh, like overthinking that mm-hmm. can really like be detrimental to like a song. Totally. Or like even like releasing mm-hmm. a song, you know, and so many, I feel like there's so many people that overthink and then just don't even release totally. whatever they finish. Yeah. I was thinking about the roadblocks that you were talking about and like, yeah, of course we came up against them, but the as we push through you know you could stop and be Mm -hmm. like you know what 90 hours I'm done I'm not releasing this song but wouldn't that have been a shame or two hours and I'm done but if you know and I think part of some part of you knows hey I have something here that other people might connect to and that's our ultimate goal it's Mm -hmm. not completely for other people it's for ourselves and other people but we know that this art needs to exist out in the world you know yeah yeah that's well said i love that (laughs) one thing that we have found george and i george and i co-write quite a bit and one thing that we've learned from robin frederick who's a songwriting coach that has been really helpful is sometimes you know you don't like something but you you're not sure how to change it Mm -hmm. and in those moments it's best to just say okay we'll try to beat it later Mm-hmm. but if we're we can't beat it we'll just leave it as is it doesn't have to be perfect mm-hmm. you know and it, it kind of helps you move along instead of being stuck in one spot for three hours totally right yeah yeah because I, I actually know artists that if they don't finish a song like say they like started a song today if they don't finish it by the end of the day like they just don't work on it anymore oh wow, wow. which I don't really I don't understand that <laughs> thought process wow. like they don't I think, think it's like, like they look at it as it's not good enough because they couldn't yeah. finish it that's crazy yeah, and, and of course I there's mean, the, I, the, I, the, I, the inverse of that which is um you know go into a room with a with a guitar and a, a piece of paper and a pencil and come out an hour later and whatever you have that's the song <laughs> um sherry right. and i just finished watching you know the the, the beatles epic the the get back and it's just amazing watching those guys work. And, you know, they're, as Sherry's pointed out several times, the lyrics are, in many cases, are just very nonsensical. <laughs> um, but they right. keep going, um, you know, yeah. and and uh, they crank it out and they set a deadline. And what, what they have is what they have and they go with it. Uh, but. Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, Some... Yesterday used to be scrambled eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys yeah. Know that? So crazy. Scrambled eggs. We've also met people. I did not know that. (laughs) Yeah, we've also met people who um, will start a song and they won't start the next one until they finish this one, which is another extreme. Like, (laughs) I can't do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was diligent. I imagine at some point, (laughs) like, your friends that will only do a song a day and if it's done, it's done and it's not like eventually one of them would probably sneak, like keep knocking on your mental door and just be like, Hey, I'm great. Finish me. Come back to me. Give me more than 24 hours. I would hope, you know, cause there are some yeah. that just knock on our mental door. I feel like. No, for sure. Like that. Well, that's how I am. So mm-hmm. that's why when I've heard, I mean, some people have come on my show and said that and I'm like, wow, I can't, 
It's impressive. That would bug bug me. <laughs> like that my mind would just be thinking about it, you know, cuz yeah. for me too, it's like music is a way for me to let go of a lot of things that I suppress. So I that would just eat me alive <laughs> if I did not <laughs> finish a thought, Same. you know. Yeah. So with all of your lyrics that you have in this song, I want to know what everyone's favorite lyric line is. Oh, that's a good question. Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> I think I it's, go with the, I think go it's kid, kid That Bites for me. <laughs> me too. <laughs> the one that we weren't sure about. Yeah. Uh, for me, I would say probably The Bridge. If I had to guess, it would only take five minutes until the disagreements, but mm. I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. Like that mm. kind of sums up, you know, holiday for me. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I've definitely. We could have even said one minute, two minutes, <laughs> 30 yeah. seconds. <laughs> I've actually gotten bit on the arm by a kid. So. No way. I mean, they're just, you know, I don't. I don't know what it they're happens. doing, <laughs> but you know, it's a phase. Young. It's yeah. a real phase. Yeah. A lot of kids just like to like test the limits and see what you'll do. It hurts though. I've gotten bit. <laughs> yeah. I've got not to go anywhere, but I've gotten bit while breastfeeding just to say it. So. Oh. <laughs> and on the shoulder, but that was a different kid. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only one kid on the breast. <laughs> so that should have been my fun fact. That would have been a really fun fact. <laughs> What about a production element? What's everyone's favorite production element in this song? I love the intro. It just it sets the mood right away. Um, and that guitar is a guitar. Mm-hmm. God, I'm so bad with it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, for me, um, I, I like the intro a lot as well. I, uh, I on a on a larger scope, though, for me, what I really enjoyed about this piece was I come from a, a more of a jazz background. Kaylee and Sherry Lynn come more from pop music, mm-hmm. and I just felt like it really blended well in the, in this song. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember coming up with that first riff and then Kaylee and Sherry started riffing on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they were doing, you know, with the uh-ohs as an example, I mean, that's a, um, that's a, that's a technique in pop music, but in this case, it's almost a double entendre because it also means uh-oh, you know, with, with <laughs> right. this particular song. Uh-oh, I'm getting bitten by a kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And just so for, just that overall, you know, approach for me, I, I just really enjoyed, uh, enjoyed that. Yeah, I would say for me, it's a toss up between the intro and the the quirky instrumentation of the chorus. Mm, like this, I really like the xylophone part. Yeah, I think too. when George came up with that xylophone part, that kind of lit a light bulb in my head and gave me pretty much all the other ideas that I got afterwards. Mm. So yeah, that's probably my top.
Yeah, after I said the intro, I was like, oh, but also like all oh, the quirky instruments. Yeah. Please, there are so many. Yeah. And it was so genius. And you worked so hard and it shows. Yeah, that so. xylophone really stood out to me too. I loved <laughs> that. I don't, I don't get to hear that, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. the beauty of, of Christmas music, holiday music, is um, because it's, you know, it's, it spans the gamut from, you know, early jazz to pop music today. You can pretty much do whatever you want. Yeah. And it will still be it will still be within the genre. Um, that's that's to me, that's what makes it fun. Jerry and I have done quite a few Christmas songs and we just feel like it gives us a lot more creative license to to try different things. Mm-hmm. Well, this is your first right together. So do you guys have any more planned for the future? We did write another really great song. I was thinking of it like a little bit while ago. We need to record that someday. We do. Yeah, yeah. we do. Yeah, yeah we it did was, write another really one. <laughs> we haven't really co-written since COVID. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, definitely up for more. Yeah. George and I have been pretty much hermits since March 2020. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. I know, and then there's. And I had a baby, so. Oh yeah. Then a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but we got to get ready again. It's tough because you have this backlog of songs, like we were talking about, mm-hmm. that like certain ones just knock every once in a while, and you're right. like, oh man, I gotta listen. I gotta answer that door. And then life takes you know a front seat for a little while, and then that song knocks again. So I do think of the other one that we wrote a lot of times, and we gotta get it out there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. Are you guys working on anything separately? Any plans? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, Kaylee, why don't you go first? You yeah, I mean, we both on. have our individual artist projects. Yes. Um, I'm releasing another. I just released a song a couple weeks ago called Who's That Girl? And I have another one coming out called, oh, gosh, this is an exclusive now. When are you going to release this? Um, <laughs> game, I, haven't, I haven't announced it online, but it's oh, okay. Game you don't Over have to and t- it's coming out. No, it's okay. okay. Um, it's coming out in the beginning of January. It's another female empowerment pop song. Oh, okay, so well, you'll be out send there. That over. <laughs> Thank you. Haley's been doing great, one, by so. the way. She has a lot of Aww. really cool uh, female empowerment jams out there. Thank you. That's really kind. You guys too. Um, so George just finished. Well, he has a <laughs> <laughs> he has a Christmas solo piano double album that is Ooh. currently stuck on cd baby's distribution and that's another story no but way. um no. but there's like 26 that? songs in there um 26 yeah wow. 26 christmas covers piano solo wow. we'll have it on our website but it probably won't hit streaming on time because cd baby when is it supposed to come out what are they it was supposed like? to come out on Black Friday. Yeah. But, oh, no. Um, no. Yeah. What's going having on? To make oh. Uh, because it's signed to to a library, I think they're they're oh. having some conflicts, and I've showed them proof that the library mm. said we can release it, but, you know, there's oh. some, some problem there. Um, he also recorded a guitar Christmas EP, which I'm in the process of mixing, didn't get around to finishing it'll be, it for we'll, this it'll year. be around for next year so it'll be around for next year <laughs> and then we have several 23rd hour songs in the works for an ep that are at various stages of completion <laughs> um and i have also been doing some stuff private on my solo project 
So well, you should talk a little bit about that. You, the work you did on the, the EDM project is what the Oh yeah. I, I recently did a writing camp for EDM, which was my first oh, foray into EDM. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Nice. And um I think one of the tracks were they're shopping it around, but we're probably gonna release it sometime soon. Yeah. But yeah, it's been fun. Awesome. I, I, I love collaborating too and I love trying different genres and working with people from different genres. It's always fun. Always learn something new. Yeah. My favorite anecdote though that Sherry relayed from uh, her do, doing that those sessions was that uh, she had written a set of lyrics for one of the one of the pieces, and um, I don't know. You, I guess you sent it to a producer or somebody. But anyways, they really liked the the song, um, but they thought the lyrics were probably a little too deep for EDM, <laughs> which oh, you know. Yeah, it's, well, they, it's just more on the nose and it's more, you know, let's go dance, let's have fun, mm-hmm. let's, let's party. And this one was, you know, yeah, have, I've been there before. Too. I was trying to be too clever. Uh, I got started in EDM. So a lot of times I was like, we don't need a chorus. We just have to say like a line and then yeah. the right. instruments come in. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they said it's they awesome. liked it, but it takes a couple of listens to fully, you know, appreciate the whole song, which. Yeah. Uh, I guess maybe mm-hmm. I don't Those know. Tracks. It's I like thought it was pretty obvious, but maybe it wasn't. <laughs> I get it. Are you allowed to take that and you know build your own production? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I was gonna say now I want to know what it totally. is. You know, I I want to hear it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. The 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 song um, theme was. I want to dance with myself again, like a female empowerment. Like oh, right. mm-hmm. you, you just broke up with somebody and like, you're finally free to live your life the way you want and not, you know, become somebody else. And I thought that was like a pretty obvious thing, but mm-hmm. apparently, I don't know if it's because, you know, the people reviewing it were guys, <laughs> but, but they're like, it, I had to listen a couple of times to understand what this meant. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah. I don't know. I, but I, I think it's, it, it I think most women would get it immediately. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. It sounds like I feel like I would. I got it. it. Yeah, yeah. Whitney Houston vibes, which is yeah. never a bad thing, right? Ever. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was funny. Different, different world to be in. I guess the EDM yeah. world. Yeah, and for me, it's kind of hard because I I really like clever lyrics, and if I write something that doesn't have a clever lyric, it's not satisfying to me. <laughs> So sometimes it's really hard for me to like pull that back and, you know, be more simple, right. which, you know, sometimes you need to do that for certain genres, but I have a really, really hard time doing it. Right, <laughs> right. You're a smart person. Yeah. You shouldn't have to dumb yourself down for music. Yeah. They just need to rise to the occasion. That's what we need. <laughs> yes. People see, in clubs like who are on drugs. Just kidding. <laughs> but like, you know, EDM, they need to rise to the occasion, basically. Yeah. Or turn it into a pop song empower yeah well i'm trying to like go through edm songs in my head right now i i feel like doesn't like zed like work with other artists and i feel like their lyrics are yeah so there's a few exceptions yeah zed and avici and you know some of the some of the djs that have crossed over to pop right i feel like Mm -hmm. you know the pop crossover songs have more interesting takes on the lyrics yeah but i mean you know there's nothing wrong with that it's just it doesn't it doesn't tickle my brain for sure yeah no for sure 
And sometimes people just like don't know how to say like it just doesn't work, you know, and it's so Mm -hmm. subjective and they're trying, you know, like Sherry, you're the one who was like, don't get the uh, feedback when you submit a song for taxi (laughs) because they're just going to have a hard time articulating why exactly it doesn't work. And they're going to say something that makes you just scratch your head and like, oh, yeah, for submitting a song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Don't get me started on that. I could do a whole (laughs) episode on submit hub. I want to hear it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, yeah, don't even give me feedback. Just. Take it or leave it. Yeah. You know, whatever. I'm not going to go change the mix now. (laughs) Well, it also just, some of their responses just don't make sense to Mm -hmm. me at all. Yeah. And I've definitely gone down the list and been like, oh, these are opposites. Like this person says it's to this and this. Okay. So you know what? I'm just going to forget all of it. Yeah, I don't I know. know. You, you have you have to wonder sometimes. Oh, you just you know the the reviewer. I'm sorry, you're having a bad day. I take it. Yeah, uh, you know, right. Like, it just seems so so subjective. Yeah, totally. Also, or they just can't put into words. Yeah, I think so. it, it's that and like the way like tonality that they use in yeah. the responses. It yeah. doesn't mm-hmm. come across. Ugh. I'm trying to like it's search kind. for the word. It well, doesn't not- come across construct as being it's constructive. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's yeah. like it comes off as like they're very arrogant and it's, it's arrogant and dismissive. Yeah. Know what they're. Yeah. Like they're like a music god or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. dude, you're a reviewer that is on Submit Hub. Like <laughs> and you like you know it's like, like you're not like yeah. Rolling Stone. so i'm very confused as to what yeah it's just the way that they're articulating like the way their tone comes across i feel yeah Uh, i think they're just not they're not very eloquent about it you know it's not like they want to be arrogant but they don't know how to say it in a way that makes sense to us like Mm -hmm. i I can understand if they say you know um, it's not quite the brand of the playlist that you're pitching to, you know, like mm-hmm. it's not yeah. right, the right tone or the right mood or whatever. But sometimes I think because they're trying to be more helpful, they actually give you something yeah, that's worse. less helpful. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, the, the tone of the kick or I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's like past the point where it's like, I'm not going to go back into the production and change. Yeah, it's like, so I'd really just rather it be a yes or right. no answer. <laughs> I know. Like, can you just, yeah. Just keep it yeah, simple. I don't want to be driven crazy. Yep. <laughs> but anyways, submit hub. Uh, <laughs> were there any other interesting facts that you guys want to share about the writing, production, or recording process of this song that we haven't discussed? Hmm. Well, one thing that was fun for me was um, I did get it reviewed by, because I, I did tell you it was the biggest production I had done at that point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I did get it reviewed by a couple of major label producers. And I had really good feedback from that, which was very encouraging. And that kind of inspired me to really focus on production and get, get better at it. And because before that, I, you know, we, we produced our stuff, but I didn't think about producing other people. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then, um, to those two producers who work with major label artists uh, gave me really good feedback and said that, you know, if I really want to do this, I could. Yeah. I thought, oh, I never thought about that. Um, so that was a really inspiring moment for me. Yeah, that is so beautiful. 
You deserve that. I mean, you basically did a magnum opus, and now it's like, oh, you can also do other things <laughs> yeah. that are much, mm-hmm. much simpler. <laughs> yeah, it it really was, and I I think um, it was even that that those ninety hours uh, might sound like a lot, but it became a pivotal moment because from that point on, Sherry has done all the production for us. That it usually took way less than ninety hours. <laughs> well, no, those those yeah, from that point on, but to to. To Kaylee's point, I mean, that was a magnum opus. I mean, that was a, that was an enormous project. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the things we're doing now are, you know, simpler. Right. Um, but I think that that was the pivotal point where from that point on, you you felt you had the confidence to actually do our production before we had outsourced a lot of it. Um, mm-hmm. We still outsourced the mastering. Yeah. Uh, but but that's it. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, uh, for other people listening out there, it's to me. You know, if you if you think about it, just listening to our conversation, you think, wow, you know, 124 tracks and all these things going on. And, you know, it took 90 hours. Like it seems like a huge, you know, impossible task. But when I was in it, it didn't feel like that. Right. You know, I I, what, I didn't realize the scope of it. I didn't realize how big a task it was. I didn't realize how deep I was in the rabbit hole. <laughs> right, and, right. you know, and then I was in the rabbit hole. And I'm like, oh, I better climb out. <laughs> <laughs> um a drink so, of water. <laughs> so sometimes you know things seem more impressive on the outside than they really are they seem more unattainable on the outside than they really are and sometimes you just got to try it and then you know maybe you get on the other end and some you know guy who produced Kelly Clarkson tells you you're really good <laughs> yeah that's awesome so that is my little uh inspirational bit for the day (laughs) just try it yeah no I love that thank you for sharing that oh it's such a big like accomplishment too and I think like George says it like gives you like this confidence um, yeah definitely gave me the confidence um before I mean I was you know starting to get comfortable doing our production but it was more like minimal you know acoustic singer songwriter stuff. Right. But then after I did that, I felt more comfortable trying other things and um, trying, you know, producing other artists and helping other artists create their vision for a particular song that might not be my, you know, what I would usually do, what we would usually do, but I felt more confident doing that. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad this song gave you that. That's really wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> deserve it so much yeah and uh thank you for being part of it i think you know oh, wouldn't have been I the same so without <laughs> you on it well i always want to give more feedback but i i my ears you know are not that of a producer so i always try and you know we all have this little song baby that we care about but i've never felt very confident like giving production feedback you know and i've gotten better giving feedback certainly certainly but yeah i always felt like i wanted to help more and i didn't have the chops you know no, but you were great. Uh, Your vocals we were, were great. We were, and uh, I like that little run that you did at the very end. Thank um, you. you know, I think your voice brought a lot of warmth to the track. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'd yeah agree. I agree with that. I'm very proud of it, too. So I'm glad you guys are. Yeah, too bad we haven't yeah. gotten a chance to play it live. <laughs> I know. Someday. Oh, yeah. When oh, that'd be so cool to see with all of those different instruments. yeah i'm gonna have to we would need a 20 piece orchestra to attach to my body 
We need to hire a whole family of players. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to get George an octopus. whole family. <laughs> there we go. Full circle. Because I went to Octopus, and that made much more sense when you <laughs> went to George's family. <laughs> Unless you have an octopus in the family, George. No, no, not that I know. <laughs> would be a good pet, though. For Glockenspiels. <laughs> They're very smart. Yeah. Well, it is, so I hear, it is the holiday season, so... Before I let you guys go, I would love to give you guys a moment to shout out some people that helped you may help you get through this year um, and what you're looking forward to in 2022. Okay, I'll shout out my little brother um, who's 13, Jax. And every time I do like a live stream show or an interview, he's like, will you shout me out? So this is the perfect opportunity. Um, and they're going to come visit in a couple weeks, and I'm very excited. They're driving a very long way to see us for the holidays. Oh, yes. And we have lo- yeah. a lot oh, in 2022. Of- yeah. <sighs> we, Go ahead. You have stuff coming out in 2022, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm excited. I mean, musically, I'm going to listen to myself a little bit more oh. and not be so like, oh, I think this song will be what other people want to hear because I've been gotcha. very like – I think people want upbeat music, upbeat right. music. And like we do, but I write a lot of sad songs yeah. too. Um, and I think people sometimes need that catharsis. Mm-hmm. So musically, I'm so excited for that. And then personally, I'm excited for our Airstream to be yeah. done and we're going to take off and I get to see a lot of parts of the country and a lot of friends I haven't seen in a while and do this tour. Yeah, that's I, that's so cool. I can't wait to really watch. Excited. That. <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> Shout out, well, one shout out to Sherry, of course, <laughs> oh. for all the work she does. We we have a lot of fun working together, um, but also just to my family, um, as I mentioned, if we had some over here over Thanksgiving and they might be coming back over, over the holidays, so that's always fun. For next year, <clears throat> Sherry mentioned the piano and guitar stuff I had done. I also have some piano originals I'm working on. Ooh. Oh, and then there's your singer-songwriter EP we're working on. And then the singer-songwriter EP, yes. Sherry Sherry dredged up some old songs that I had written a while back and decided we needed to put that out as an EP. So we'll get that out. Um, And I may even do a symphony or something something related to that. So I'm I'm working on that. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) On top of that, he's making bread and crackers and chocolate and granola and... (laughs) Bread. I will never forget that bread that I ate that you made. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. I'm so jealous. I will never forget. That was so wonderful. Oh God. Yeah, In person writing session. Whenever whenever we have uh musicians over, we usually usually cook something. Wow. Um, always always a fun way to you know to share a meal. Mm-hmm. So kind. Yeah, we both love so cooking. Delicious. So it's always fun to have people over and try different things yeah. make different things and it's really fun for the people you invite over <laughs> <laughs> well hopefully big this fan, covid thing fan. will not last forever and we can invite you both to come over yeah, yeah that'd be fun. oh my have gosh food. i can make some mauritian food <laughs> Ooh, what is mauritian food it's a mix of like indian and uh african and Ooh. chinese oh yeah french that's all the good things yeah Wow, we, awesome. we have a lot of stuff. Well, over quarantine, of course, we've made 
all kinds of food because we couldn't really go out. Right. So mm-hmm. we've made everything except sushi. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's about it. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Well, then sushi's next, I yeah. guess. My cousins yeah. tried to do that. We've tried to do that <laughs> once. That it was really <laughs> hard. Yeah, that, I was going to say, my cousin said it were it was really hard. And they didn't want to do hard. it again. <laughs> yeah, Not it was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> well, for my shout out, of course, George, it's fun because whenever one of us is in the studio, the other one is making something in the kitchen. <laughs> so we're always stocked. He makes the best the most amazing Christmas cookies you'll ever have in your life. Oh man! And I ask for them all year and I can only get them between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh. So, Christmas so now is my favorite time of year because we have Christmas cookies. Yeah. <laughs> are they cutouts? What kind are they? Now I need to know. They're more. horn-shaped cookies and I think they're Ooh. either Czech or Italian. I'm not uh, sure. Czech. They're oh, Czech. Yeah. Wow. So I'm they're hungry. delicious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and of and shout out to my family, which is on the other side of the of the world. It's been it's been hard, you know, not knowing when we're going to be able to see each other again. Yeah. But but I talk to them every week, so it's not oh, too bad. Good. I just hope that COVID goes away soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the coming year, I'm looking forward to all the projects that we're going to finish. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I also have some songs, you know, Kaylee, you were saying, you know, there's some songs that you just need to get out. And I, I have a few that I've started yeah. writing, you know, either last year or the year before, or, you know, that I've kind of put on, put on the back burner that I think I want to go back and finish. Uh, so I'm hoping mm-hmm. to get that done this year. And I'm hoping to pitch more this year. I'm very, mm-hmm. very bad at pitching. <laughs> yeah. It's all that admin work that no one wants to do. <laughs> we don't yeah. want to do that. <laughs> nope. Nope. Well, can you guys tell everyone where they can download and stream Get Me Home for the Holidays and where they can follow all of you on social media? Yeah, you can find Get Me Home for the Holidays on all music streaming platforms by searching Get Me Home for the Holidays by 23rd Hour featuring Kaylee Rose, C-A-L-E-Y, Rose as in the flower. And you can find my, my stuff all over online as well at Kaylee Rose, C-A-L-E-Y, Rose in the Flower. Yeah. And for us, you can find us on 23rdhour.com, 23rdhr.com. And we also put together some playlist of holiday songs since we're in the holiday season. We have six different ones, depending on the mood. Like we have one that's really chill for like baking or putting your tree together. We have a party one that, you know, for when you have people over, uh, we have a sad Christmas one. And then we have a weird and wonderful Christmas one. Um, I can't remember. I think we have a couple other ones. So these are fun. You know, um, if you want to try different moods of Christmas songs and also it features many indie artists as well as label artists. Um, since we know a lot of our friends who release Christmas songs, I try to add as many of their songs as I can to those playlists oh. and mix them up with some of the more well-known artists. What else? Yeah, so you could go to 23rdhour.com stream and you'll see all the playlists or you could go to 23rdhour.com holidays and it'll have all of that there too. Yes. Woo. Love it. Thank you guys so much 
for coming on. Thank you for having us. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for having us. You can listen to the full song on your favorite music platforms. Make sure to follow me, your host, Lisa Denae, on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest, and Twitter at Lisa Denae Music. If you're enjoying the show and would like to support SoundScrub, please visit lisadenae.com forward slash SoundScrub for more details. Thank you for listening.